Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net. Empower you with tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach. I am so excited to be broadcasting to you live this beautiful day and, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, a huge success. I've got a great show lined up for you today, and I hope that you've got a pen and a notepad out, because we're going to be discussing something that is very, very key in the success of your business, and that is creating your follow-up system. Um, You know, follow-up is one of those things where it sounds easy to do, right? You know, okay, I'll follow up with you in two days or three days or what have you. But sometimes I think we take for granted processes that sound simple, and as a result, they become complex because we don't necessarily take advantage of the system or we get overwhelmed because we haven't actually created a system in and of itself. So we're going to be talking about that. And, of course, our theme all for this month is strategies to win in business. So all this month you're going to be learning about techniques and systems that will help you to grow your business. And remember, everything has to start with the vision that must be down, goal-driven, and systemized, and I can't talk to you enough about that. Now, we have two previous broadcasts that we did on um, our last two Mondays, so I want to encourage you to please make sure you visit us at womenaboutbiz.net, and in the top white menu bar, click on podcast, and it will take you to the page where you can listen to previous broadcasts, and of course, if you have an iPhone, then you can simply go to your uh, podcast player on your phone and look up Successful Woman Radio and mark it as a favorite, and there you have it. You have previous broadcasts at your fingertips. Same for all of you who are Android users. You can then go uh, to your phone and download the app Stitcher, S-T as in Tom, S. T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com or the app Stitcher, and uh, you can do the same thing, is look up Successful Woman Radio, three separate words, and then mark it as your favorite. You know, one of the things that I think is so key as we at Successful Woman Radio um, over this last 10 plus years have been looking at that we want to make sure that we are bringing you up-to-date and information where you can take the piece or topics and you can actually try them out and put them to use for yourself and see if it works. Uh, we have had so many people over the years that have uh, created their own successful on the radio journal and keep different notes and they can go back to dates and take a look at different things. And, and, and it actually helps them uh, as they are growing their business and looking at new ways to implement strategies. It actually helps them to brainstorm better and really have some aha moments when it comes to really looking at ways that you can make things happen. So again, I want to encourage you, if you haven't already, make sure that you just buy a spiral-bound notebook at the dollar store, you know, and just uh, keep Successful Woman Radio notes in that notebook, and then that way you'll have it as a a reference for yourself uh, on the previous shows. I want to remind everybody that we normally do our shows based on a monthly theme, and so when you're looking at that monthly theme, keep in mind that we are adding each Monday, we add to that theme some component that's going to help you. So if you only listen to the show once a month live uh, and you don't listen to the previous broadcast, then you really are missing out on the 
the whole piece of the show's theme for the month. So I encourage you, if you have not listened to previous broadcasts, I encourage you to definitely do so. I think it would help greatly. Uh, And if you're interested in knowing what our previous topics were on our last month, uh, coming up or last last Monday, we did five ways to generate leads. I got a lot of wonderful feedback on that. A lot of business women said that helped them. And then um, the Monday before that, we did developing your follow-up system. Again, developing your follow-up system. And then, you know, we received quite a few emails on that as well. But today, I want to go back to, um, and I want to make sure I have that that right, because I think I just gave you the topic for, um, today is developing your follow-up system. So I want to make sure I give you the topic for the previous Monday. So I'm looking at that now um, to make sure, okay, the previous Mondays was strategies to win in business, okay? So we did two Mondays so far. Today makes the third Monday. Strategies to win your business was the first segment for June. The second segment for June was five ways to generate leads. And of course, today is developing your follow-up system. I hope I straighten that out for those of you taking notes. So again, if you want to listen at that broadcast, uh, you can either go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on podcast, and it will be there for you to click on the player, or you can listen to it from your iPhone or your Android. It's 12.06 after the hour, and you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm so glad that you guys are here with me today. It looks like the board is packing out. Um, and I just want to you know, give you guys a quick tip, because we can only host so many people on the board uh, as far as dial-in is concerned. So if you ever go to the board and it says, you know, hey, um, you know, the board is full or what have you, you can just easily go to the Internet on your phone or your laptop, desktop, and you can put in blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio, all spelled together. Again, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio, all spelled together. And you will be able to listen to the show live right there streaming from the Internet itself. So I just wanted to make sure for those of you who are still kind of new to the show, I want to make sure you have ways. And, of course, ladies, don't forget to market in your calendar. You know, it's just good to know in your calendar that the show is coming up. So if you mark in your calendar at 12 every Monday and set it as a reoccurring um, calendar event, and then set your notifications for 15 to 30 minutes prior, you'll always be on time and always remember. And even if you can't make it uh, some Mondays, at least you can remind yourself to listen to the previous broadcast, okay? So don't forget to do that. I want to go ahead today. Uh, we're going to be uh, in our lineup. We're going to be talking about the five questions of business leadership. I want to go back over what success means to you, and we're going to talk about from the book Success is Easy by Debbie Allen. We're going to talk about stop comparing yourself to others. I'm going to be reading you an excerpt on that because I do find out that as women, we do compare a lot to others, and I have heard some people say, well, the only way we can really know what we like and what we don't like is based on comparison. But sometimes it can become unhealthy to compare yourself to others because it can cloud your decision-making. You're trying to make decisions in business for things you want to do. So again, we're going to talk about that. And then, of course, we still got our clarity challenge going on, right? Every Tuesday, uh, in the Women About Biz community on Facebook at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time, I come in live in Facebook, and we go over uh, some aspect of gaining clarity in your business and growing your business for this year. So I hope that you guys uh, will definitely join us uh, in the Facebook community. Right now, I want to go over the five questions of business leadership, and a big thank you to a lot of the people that continue to write in to us at the show and let us know that they've had some aha moments where it came to uh, the business leadership. Lately, I've been having a 
people talk about the question, are my beliefs in alignment with my vision and goals? And so that's very interesting. And so we will we will continue to cover these questions every single Monday. You can ask these questions of yourself as often as you need to, to hone in on your leadership skills. Um, so here we go with question number one. Have I prepared my mindset for greatness? This is one of my all-time favorite questions because this is something that I remind myself that I need to do. And to make sure that you're doing it, you know, just schedule it in your calendar. If you're allowing your calendar to do its job, which is to keep you on track and remind you of important things that you need to be tending to, then you can put this in your calendar and schedule this time. Have I prepared my mindset for greatness? It's all about asking yourself, you know, what beliefs and habits do I need to support my vision and goals? You know, what is my affirmation for today? You know, what am I going to about that's going to help make myself um, motivated, inspire myself to move forward? And, you know, if there is some personal development that you need to be working on, uh, then you can do it at that time as well. So the big thing you need to remind to remember about preparing your mindset for greatness is that it's all about you empowering yourself. It's all about you tapping into that personal power. Uh, even if no one else is around, you are able to take yourself to a whole nother level because you are strengthening yourself from within. And that is what um, preparing your mindset for greatness is all about. It's strengthening from within, right? We can look and listen and get encouraged by a lot of people, and so we should. But when it comes right down to it, the person that you should be getting the most uh, motivation from should be yourself, right? When no one else is around um, here on this earth, who do you have to depend on? You, you, and you. And so this is why you have got to strengthen your and it requires you to do so on a daily basis because so many things happen in between our hours and our minutes every single day. And so it's not like a, um, a, a one-size-fits-all type of thing when it comes to to, to preparing your mindset. This is something that you have to do constantly, right? And I know someone have shared with me, Trina, you know, it seems like I'm breaking every hour and going into prayer or meditation or uh, repeating my affirmations every hour because I need it that much. So I want to, you know, just encourage all of you who are listening to the show that this part of business leadership cannot be overlooked, okay? Here's number two. Are my beliefs in alignment with my vision and goals? As I shared earlier, this seems to be one that's resonating with a lot of people. We've received emails on that, people asking, you know, well, what is that exactly? What does aligning your beliefs mean? And so I want to just quickly go over that right quick. Um, so aligning your beliefs with your vision and your goals simply means that you need to make sure that beliefs that you have inside of you are supporting whatever it is that you want to experience and accomplish, okay? I think I gave you this example before, but if you have a vision to generate a million dollars so that you can help yourself, help your family, help other people, grow your business even larger, hire staff, and so on. If within your belief system, you have developed a habit that you really don't need a million or you're not deserving of a million uh, or that you need to stay in your place and stop desiring so much money based on something you may have heard in your childhood or maybe you were a little girl sitting down listening at the preacher uh, talking about the root of all evil is money and, and, and so therefore... Um, you basically feel, and it has been impression upon your mind and your subconscious mind that really don't deserve a million dollars. Well, and that works against everything that you're trying to do in the here and now. It works completely against you. And so sometimes we are not evaluating and looking at what we believe 
how we believe it and what we think. But anytime you set a vision, which is what you want to experience, and, and goals, how you're going to accomplish it, what needs to be done, anytime you do that, you really have to go back and say and ask yourself now, make sure that I'm not sabotaging myself. Let me go and evaluate, first of all, what beliefs do I need to support this type of vision right here? And once I list those beliefs, do I have any beliefs that are contrary to this? In other words, are there some beliefs in my in my in my that I have been practicing? Are there some beliefs that I feel would work against what I have? And I have to say, well, what did I learn as a little girl about money? Or what did I learned about as a little girl about getting things done. You know, was did my parents do everything for me? I never had to lift a finger to do anything, and so therefore I feel helpless a lot of the times in getting things done. So you have to really go back. You have to look at childhood, you have to look at teenage life, your early adult life. You really have to ask yourself that any major things happen as it pertains to this subject that I'm trying to accomplish that might be working against me. And so let me go back and take a look at that and, and let me align the right habits, the right beliefs. And, you know, for those of you who are new to this concept about beliefs, let me just say this. Beliefs are basically habits that are repeatedly that are repeated consistently so much so that it, they embed themselves into the subconscious mind and become a fact. They become so. They become a belief. And that's what beliefs are. Beliefs are habits that are repeated, and then they become beliefs. Like you believe you can brush your teeth because you've repeated the act so many times. You believe you can drive a car because you've repeated the act so many times. And we need to do the same thing when it comes to business. We believe that we can be successful in business because we have practiced the art of being successful in business. Or we believe we can generate $5,000, $10,000, $20,000 because we have generated five, ten, and $20,000. See what I'm saying? We believe we can be a millionaire. Right, because we have we because we not only believe it for other people, but we believe it for ourselves, and we are taking action towards it. Therefore, we believe it wholeheartedly that not only is it for other people, but that we ourselves can become millionaires. And so, that's why it's so very, very important that you bring things in alignment. And of course, as you know, in alignment means that it is working harmoniously together. There's nothing that's going to conflict. That's what that means, okay? Here's number three. What do I want to accomplish by this Friday? You know, we always have to keep it real with ourselves. We have to just falling into work, falling into busyness, and not really looking at what it is that we should be doing. And of course, this is why I recommend all the time that every Sunday in the afternoon or evening, um, before your week really gets started, that you take a look at what your goals are and what you're trying to do. Now, of those goals, you really need to be paying close attention to these three things. You need to be paying attention marketing, you know, hey, asking yourself, hey, is my marketing all in alignment? Is it consistent? Is it ready to go? Um, leads coming in, that means that people are possibly filling in opt-in forms on your website, people are connecting, they're requesting information from you, um, and then your sales goal. You've got to make sure that your sales system is in order and that it is doing what it's supposed to do. And then number four is how can I be an to my business. This is another one of my favorite ones out of the five. How can I be an asset to my business? So, you, you know, it takes more to being a successful business owner than just being the creator of the business and starting the business, right? We can't live in our own world and, and say, oh, I started this business and we're, we're just being excited about starting the business, but we really are not an asset to the business. Just telling somebody you're just thinking about what you can do in your business does not count, right? At the end of the day, it's all about taking action. So you have to look at, are you being an ambassador? Are you letting people know who you are? Are you doing Facebook Lives? Are you doing Instagram Lives? Are you um, inviting people to private connection meetings? Are you networking with other individuals? Uh, you know, one of the things I've been looking at lately is that 
So many of you have hundreds and even thousands of friends on Facebook, on LinkedIn. And so my question to you is like, if you invited all each of those individuals to connection calls so you could really start looking at who you're connected with, with and how you can support each other, would you be further alone right now, along uh, than you were, right? So, again, I want to make sure you understand that you've got more assets than you know. And so being an ambassador is like about getting yourself out there and attracting others to what you have by really being your authentic self, by being keeping it real, and by sharing your story with others. You know, you can also look, look for new collaborations. This is a part of you being an asset you align with other business owners and collaborate and do different things like events and conferences and courses and different things that you can both generate profit from, right? And then, of course, you've got to ask yourself, are you leading your power team? Because the power team is the core of, of you shortening your learning curve and, and moving faster in your business, right? And so by doing these type of things, as you are looking at being an asset to your business, you're going to automatically start seeing yourself think a new way and start helping your business to grow faster. Last but not least in the five questions of business leadership, am I investing in myself and my business? Again, am I investing in myself and my business? Well, there are three areas that I want to encourage you to take a look at, and those three areas are health and wellness. We need it like never before. Um, women, you know, bravo, we are taking better care of ourselves, but we always have to up the bar, right? We have got to start doing things more consistently. We just can't start getting on the health and wellness kick when we are sick and down, but we've got to get on the health and kick all the time, consistently, every single day. And we need to invest in that, right? And then, of course, marketing and advertising for your business. You know, it goes without saying, but I've got to say it. you got to have a budget for marketing and advertising, even if it's just $150 a month. you got to have a budget. And then C, the last thing, is personal development and coaching. It's time for some of you guys to stop straddling the fence. It's time for you guys to stop just watching us as coaches in our videos and participating in things, getting good information, but you can grow so much farther if you had one-on-one assistance, right? If you really had someone to hold your hand, walk you through, and really lead you with really good resources and steps to getting things done faster, you can grow uh, exponentially, okay? And that's very, very key. And so, again, I to be able to ask these questions of yourself as often as you can. I had someone to just text me and say, hey, can you read number three and four? Okay, so here I'm going to quickly go over the questions without uh, expanding on them. Question number one is, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Question number two is, are my beliefs in alignment with my vision and goals? Question number three What do I want to accomplish by this Friday? Question number four, how can I be an asset to my business? And last question number five, in the five questions of business leadership, am I investing in myself and my business? There you go. So those are the five questions that you need to ask them of yourself as often as you can. I want to give a big welcome and shout out to everyone who is new to Successful Woman Radio. I'm so glad that you're here. I want to make sure that you are well, well connected. And so uh, I want you to mark your calendar every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern and, you know, again, set notifications for yourself on your calendar. So it will remind you about the show, right? And then if you're not a free member, and I always say free because we have so much to offer, even our free members, of course, uh, but that's where you start off to get used to our family of business women. So if you have not signed up for our free membership at Women About Biz, please go so business at Women About Biz, that's B as in zebra, womenaboutbiz.net. And when reaching the website, just hold your bounce over join today 
Select free membership, and you will be able to sign up for our free membership. Also, I want to remind you that you can also go uh, in the top white menu bar of the website to community, and you can join our Facebook community by just signing up right there, and we automatically uh, add you and send you an invite, okay? So definitely, those are two important things that you can do. Speaking of our Facebook community, wow, wow, wow. Thank you guys for sending me direct messages and letting me know that you've watched the video um, of all about uh, clarity and growth. As you know, we had a big two-hour clarity challenge uh, this month of, uh, of June uh, in discussions every single Tuesday. And the challenge actually started on Memorial Day, and we brought it on into June. Um, and it was about taking two hours out of your time, blocking two complete hours, and really brainstorming with yourself on gaining clarity on very, very important questions. And so, again, I want to remind you guys, if you haven't already, is to, number one, Go to the Facebook group. You can still be part of the challenge for yourself. The actual questions are in the Women About Biz Facebook community group. You can download them through the file section, right? And then so far we have completed three videos on and live group discussions on clarity and growth that I think that you will enjoy. Please, very, very excited. Now, make sure you mark your calendar for this coming Tuesday if you haven't already. Um, we will, again, be continuing on with clarity and growth, and we will be live in the Women About Biz Facebook group. Now, there are one, two, three, four, five Tuesdays in the month of June. And so, again, um, We've already did three, and we are working on our fourth Tuesday with information, and I want to make sure that you guys are able to get access to this. So thank you to all of you who have been participating. And I've got to give a big shout-out to Cindy Coleman, um, who has really been in there and encouraging me and sending me a lot of wonderful notes. Um, So I want to give her a big shout-out because she has really been a trooper and hanging in there and being committed to participating in our Tuesday group, uh, live group sessions on clarity and growing your business. So excited about that. Hey, guys, I want to just talk to you a minute about something very, very important. That is, have you defined what success really means to you? I mean, have you really, really taken the time to sit down and define that for yourself? You see, success is all about you determining what it means to you. You've got to write out that definition for yourself. Of course, there's always a general definition of success, right? Um, but you've got to figure that out. And the one thing I do know is that you can't have complete clarity if you don't know what success is to you. Now, the definitions of success for most is success is the status of having achieved and accomplished an aim or an objective, right? Uh, success means the achievement of desired visions of your planned goals. But I think we need to define it uh, more. I think every time we set a vision of something, what we want to experience, I think we also need to identify, I will be successful when this occurs, or I will feel success when this happens. We also can have a broad definition for ourselves of what success is. Like, for example, for myself, Success is when I come up with ideas and strategies and and things I want to do, and I am taking action on them. I'm not just procrastinating, but the act of success for me actually starts when I start taking action on what it is that I want to do. And so that in and of itself is success because to, to think about something that you want and you desire in life, but you are not actually moving forward with it in action, it really can, it, it really can set you back. 
It can discourage you and it can set you back. So for me, success is all about taking action and moving forward. That's my general definition of success. And then, of course, as I have uh, individual goals and different things that I'm working on, success is going to be relevant to those particular goals, to whatever it is that I am doing. So if my if my goal is to generate, you know, $10,000 from a, a new course that I've created, then success for me is going to be when that 10000 happens. I've accomplished it, so therefore I was successful in doing it, okay? But I'm also successful in that particular goal when I've made $5,000 or when I've made $8,000, but my mark was was 10000 So again, each time you're going to have different types of success. And so you have to define right now, what does success look to you for this next six months? We have six months left in the year. There are several things that have to get done in order for you to, to accomplish your goals. What does success look to you? What are the things that you're aiming for? that you want to see happen, and that marks your success. So I encourage you to go ahead and take a look at that because, again, if you don't have clarity on what success is to you, then it's very, very difficult, okay? It's very, very difficult for you to have clarity on everything else. I want to give you just these particular keys um, that I read on the internet um, in Forbes magazine on like some keys to, to success, right? Successful people always ask questions and admit that they need help. Successful people are always honest with themselves, right, and others. Successful people always maintain clear communications because clear communications gives clear thinking, a successful individual always declares what they are going to do. They never keep it inside as though it is a secret, but they are always claiming it and saying it. A successful person likes to keep it simple. They like to get things done and take action right away. Successful people accept responsibility. Successful people listen, and successful people work hard at what they want. Amen to that, right? And so again, as you are looking at what success means to you, keep your mind on these types of things and um, add in, as you prepare your mind for greatness, add your own keys to your success, right? Uh, I would say indicators, words that express that you're, you are moving in the right direction towards success. It is 12.32 after the hour. You are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. And I'm Trina Newby, founder of WomenAboutBiz.net and your business success coach. So excited that you are here with me today. Hey, hey, guys. Um, I, I have some more kudos and shout outs and thank you, thank yous to a lot of individuals who commented on a post I made on my personal page. First of all, I am just in awe of some of the things that I have been able to accomplish in this last six months of this new year. God has certainly been good to me, and I have certainly been practicing what I teach and preach and so excited about that. So I did a post in my personal page called I Broke a Record. And I want to try, just quickly read it to you guys because it means so much to me. So here's what the post says. I just realized that I've done 30 Power Talk coaching sessions in the last two weeks. And in parentheses, I said normally I only do four to seven. I've been challenging women to step out of their comfort zones and pursue the income they desire. I truly enjoy brainstorming and coming up with ways to monetize their businesses. And I said... Phew, child, I'm tired, but full of excitement and energy and happy to see so many women making commitments to make it happen, right? And then I said, I wanted to know, how are you with getting your power talk? It's never too late to get it scheduled. And so, again, I want to encourage you, but I got 
over, I think it was over 70 comments from different uh, business women who I'm connected to. And so I just wanted to read to you some of the things that people have said. You know, I want to give a shout out to, again, Cindy Coleman, who says, ladies, I'm here to tell you, if you want that extra push, then you should call Trina for your power talk, because she definitely will help you gain clarity. You won't be sorry. Get it done. The sooner, the better. And then um, Teresa Wright Johnson um, says, yes, my mentor and coach forever. Congratulations. You have helped me and taught me how to run my business, grow, and monetize it. This past few months, you have been on fire the last few few weeks as well with your clarity chat. Um, And then, of course, I really, really like uh, this one. Charnel Griffin says, congratulations, Trina. I remember my first power talk with you a few years back. You gave me so many nuggets that I still use today, not to mention the growth me and my business experience because of the ongoing one-on-one sessions. Uh, Diana Lynn Bird says, thank you so very much for being my coach and project manager. I am looking forward to repackaging my poetry book cover as new poems as well. I can't wait to share it with the world. So again, I just have so many people that started sharing how I have impacted them, and and it, it really meant so much to me. I really, really appreciate all of you. Uh, and again, if you'd like to read some of those comments on Power Talks, you can go to um, facebook.com forward slash Trina Newby. That is my personal Facebook page. And if you're not a friend, make sure you add a request. Um, and I really, really, again, much love to all of you who commented on that and celebrated with me 30 Power Talk coaching sessions in the last two weeks. And so I want to encourage you guys that if you have not requested a Power Talk, you definitely need to do so. For those of you that are not familiar with our Power Talk system and what it is, at Women About Biz, each year we give one free Power Talk valued at $125. We give a free Power Talk coaching session, which lasts anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour. And it's where we can brainstorm on any challenges, talk solutions, come up with ideas and ways to monetize your business or to discuss marketing your business and and branding yourself and getting yourself out there, right? And so it's whatever it is that you want to talk about to grow your business, we can do it within that time frame. Now, you don't get all of the answers, but what I try to do is to keep us focused and to give you some nuggets that you'll be able to walk away with and implement right away. And so to get your power talk, all you need to do is go to womenaboutbiz.net. Again, womenaboutbiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra.net. And then just scroll halfway down on the front page, and there you have it, free coaching sessions just for you. That's exactly what it says, and you will be able to schedule your power talk, okay? And uh, just to let you know, we are getting slammed with requests for power talk, so make sure that you request yours as soon as you can. I've actually cleared up more space this week so that we could fit more power talks in. So again, a big thank you and much love to all of you who made comments on that particular post. Uh, I want to go ahead right now and read from the book, our book club book of the month, Success is Easy by Debbie Allen. A lot of you have showed me that you've gotten that book, such an excellent book. So I want to talk to you, and I think I lost my place, but I'm trying to get back, Okay. Uh, I want to talk to you about uncovering your drive to move past obstacles. Again, uncovering your drive to move past obstacles. So very, very important. And then I want to go over uh, and read to you about stop comparing yourself to others. Again, stop comparing yourself to others. Okay, so let's get started with the first one, uncover your drive to move past obstacles, okay? So in the book, the author talks about three steps to define your success. She says, although definitions of success are subjective, the process of defining it is quite objective. First, begin by clearly defining what you want. 
so you can see the final outcome. And she gives you three steps to direct yourself towards success. Here's step number one. Discover why success is important to you. To discover this, ask yourself these important questions. Take out a piece of paper and answer the following questions in as much detail as you can. Is your success defined with professional achievement, personal happiness, and or financial freedom? How will achieving more success make you feel? For example, will it give you more confidence, feel empowered, fearless, etc.? Then she says, ask yourself, after achieving more success, how will your life be different, right? How would it be different? Would you live in a different city, have a completely different career, take more vacations? And then how will you apply the principles defined and outlined for you for success? And then here's step two, uncover your drive to move past obstacles. And I want you guys to really, really listen to this. She says, achieving more success requires you to become more driven, persistent when challenges and obstacles get in your way. The journey is challenging as you learn, grow, and experience more. As as obstacles arise, you must take full responsibility to stay on course. Ask yourself, what? obstacle prevents you from achieving success? How will removing these obstacles help you move forward to achieving a higher level of success? How can you then hold yourself accountable for staying on course to achieving the desired level of success? And what action steps have you avoided in the past that could have helped you achieve more? Once you define the action steps that are required to achieve more and understand what's holding you back, you can finally begin to make big strides as you remain in action. Action is required to move you beyond the obstacles. When the going gets tough, you need to remain in action to knock down obstacles, climb over barriers, or move beyond anything that gets in your way, okay? And I wanted to just read that to you because so many times as businesswomen, we have a lot of obstacles and barriers. And get this, sometimes we are our own obstacles. We are in our own way. I want to now go over, for those of you for reference, to page 43 in the book where she says, stop comparing yourself to others because I think so many times that we compare ourselves in an unhealthy manner instead of a healthy manner. But listen to this right quick. She says, comparing yourself to others sets you up for failure. This is why it's important to stay focused on what you're doing and not worry about comparing your progress to others. The only things that matter are where you are, what you're doing, and what conversations you are having with yourself. The conversations you have with yourself are a direct reflection of your mindset. If you are telling yourself, I am not good enough to achieve success, your thoughts will create your reality, and your mindset will hold you back from having the life you want. Did you guys hear that? Let me repeat that for yourself. If you are telling yourself, I am not good enough to achieve success, your thoughts will create your reality and your mindset will hold you back from having the life you want. To level up your mindset, change negative self-talk to an empowerment talk, such as I can do this or I got this. It really does help you focus on your goals, and that's what drives your success. So I want to stop right here and just, um, just kind of correlate with our preparing your mindset for greatness, which is a part of the five questions of leadership. When you prepare your mind for greatness, it's doing the exact thing that she's talking about right here in the book. She says, it really does help you focus on your goals and drive your success. When you level up your mindset, she says, change the negative self-talk to an empowerment talk. And that's exactly what our our questions for five uh, questions for leadership does. 
And when you prepare your mindset for greatness, you are leveling up your mindset. So you guys think about that. And again, so I just read to you, um, stop comparing yourself to others. And then also we took a look at steps to define success. In particular, pay attention to uncover your drive to move past obstacles. I just read from the book, Success is Easy, Shameless, No-Nonsense Strategies to Win in Business. Love, love, love this book. Kudos to Debbie Allen for writing such a timely and such a uh, uh, easy reader-friendly book. Again, Debbie Allen is an award-winning entrepreneur and recipient of the Blue Chip Enterprise Award. And after building and selling multiple she started her professional speaking and consulting company. And so, again, I'm just so excited. Uh, and Debbie will be on the show coming up in July, so stay tuned for that. I'll be keeping you guys posted the July date uh, that she will be interviewed as she talked about success is easy. Love, love, love that. Right now, I want to delve right into going into talking about follow-up and how important follow-up really is in the process of growing your business. Now, ladies, there are many there are many strategies and techniques that you will have to implement in your business as you are striving to grow, right? But one of them that is so vital, so important, you have to get it right. Because when you don't get it right, it can stop your whole entire process of growth, right? I'm talking about no other than follow-up. I've talked about follow-up multiple ways, and usually, you know, I probably will cover it two to three times a year. But for today, I want to talk to you about follow-up as it pertains to this next six months of business for yourself. See, I want you guys to have some results, not only uh, results in getting paperwork done, but I want you guys to see some money, honey, in your checking account. And I know I can get some amens on that with many of you, right? Because at the end of the day, we're in business to make money. And the reason why we can make the money is because we are going to provide a needed service or product to consumers to individuals that need it, right? And, but the thing of it is, is that in order for you to sell your products and services, number one, is that you have to have a marketing strategy, a way to attract individuals to what you have to offer. So that's the first thing. I want to make it very, very clear to you that you cannot do without a strategy for marketing. And in order to develop a really good marketing strategy, you have to have an idea of what your target audience is. You have to build out a target profile and know what that particular customer or consumer wants, right? And once you do that, you're able to better market to that individual, okay? Now, once you have your marketing strategy, and of course, it's made up of, you know, hey, we're going we're gonna to put ads here, uh, we're we're going to start uh, doing organic marketing and talking about this particular topic, we're going to create compelling offers and so on. But here's the thing. Once people start connecting with you and filling in their names on opt-in forms, they become a lead, right? We talked about five ways to generate leads on last Monday. They become a lead. And when they become a lead, your work is not over. And this is something that you need to understand. You know, I've talked to businesswomen who tell me that they have 500, 1,000. I've talked to uh, businesswomen who tell me they have two and 3,000 people over the last year to two years that have opted in on um, their compelling offers. But when I ask them what they have done with the leads, they've not done anything. They say, what do you mean, what have I done with the leads? Well, sometimes I send out an e-newsletter, and I say, wait a minute, sometimes. That word, that word should never even be in your vocabulary when you're talking about communi- communicating with your clients. And so I want to talk about the follow-up process as it pertains to generating those leads because once people connect with you, they're expecting you to then come back and connect with them over and over again. 
Them giving you their name and their phone number and their email is them giving you permission to communicate with them. And when you don't do that, they lose trust that you will do it. Okay? So with that said, I want to give you these ideas on creating your follow-up system. So the first thing that I want to say is when someone fills in an opt-in form um, or provides you with their contact information, you've got to have a CRM, that's a customer relations um, manager, You've got to have a CRM that is able to hold your database of customer names or leads names, right? you got to have a database so that you can keep everybody in order. And then you've got to be able to have a mailing system or, or email marketing system that allows you to create sequential emails that are going to go out to that person. So in other words, a part of the follow-up process with your leads is to make sure that you have sat down and worked with your marketing consultant or your business consultant or yourself, okay, and you have actually written out in a document all of the, the emails that they should be receiving over a period of time. Now, you guys have heard me talk about email sequences because all that means is like, hey, when somebody signs up on your website, they're automatically going to get a welcome email. That might be zero, meaning the same day. That's what zero means in most marketing systems, right? But then you may want them to have a certain number of emails you know, on certain days. So let's just say if you set emails for a 30-day period, zero represents right away as they sign up, they're going to receive a welcome email. But then after the welcome email, what happens next? Well, you should be sitting down and writing out an outline of what emails they should get, what the email should talk about, because they should be short emails, maybe one or two paragraphs at max, and then what is going to be your call to action or your value add for each of those emails? And what I say is alternate. One email after the initial welcome email might be, hey, dear Susie, thank you so much again for connecting with me. I want to share with you information on my massage therapy service and how massage can really help you to get rid of a lot of toxins in your body, uh, along with drinking plenty of water after your massage. So here's a link to an article that I think will really, really help you. And then on out of the 30 days on day five, Susie may get another email that says, hey, Susie, uh, did you get a chance to read the article link I sent you? Well, here goes a one-page, you know, um, chart that you can use, okay, to keep up with your water drinking um, and also to keep up with your massage schedule. You know, different things that you can give Susie that's very, very important. Um, then Susie may receive an email on day um, seven. And day seven, may, hey, Susie, I'm so excited. So many women are giving me feedback on this. But here's the link to my latest, um, to my latest um, uh, video on how to massage your own legs. Uh, after you have ran or after you have did exercise and you're wanting to make sure uh, that you massage the muscles in your legs or what have you, here's a video on how to do self-massage. So again, you know, Susie is constantly being given something of value. And then, uh, again, coming up in day 15, you may have an email that goes out to Susie that says, hey, dear Susie, you know, uh, again, I hope you're ready to get excited. I have, again, a new course. So excited for you to, to get this new course. Or, hey, Susie, I have um, a, a special offer for all of those who are in my community. Uh, you can now get 10 massages for the cost of five massages. This is a big thank you to just say how much I appreciate you joining my tribe. I mean, there are so many different things that you can do to keep Susie uh, informed and call Susie to action. Now, with any offer, you always want to have a deadline on it. So you want to remind Susie, Susie, make sure you click this link and purchase this by 
this date because it expires after that and will go back up to the normal price of this. So you want to make Susie aware that she is getting something for belonging to your tribe, right? And so again, this is very quick, very key to have the right kind of sequential emails going out to new leads that have just come in. And then what happens after 30 days? If my, if my, uh, if my email uh, sequences stop at 30 days, does that mean I stop connecting with Susie? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. On that last email that she gets, you can let her know that don't forget, I can't give you the discount I gave for, uh, you know, buy 10 massages for five anymore because it has expired. But what I can do is still give you a discount if you want to take advantage of getting um, a, a massage package for yourself, right? And I am going to make sure that we stay connected. You can, And then this is where you tell her, please look for every Monday or every Tuesday or every Thursday to getting my massage email, which continues to give you ways to stay healthy through massage. I look forward to staying connected, blah, blah, blah. Now, that means that at the end of 30 days, her email is going to then be pushed over to the general email newsletter that has been going out every week in the first place. The difference is, is that when a lead first connects with you, you want to make sure that you communicate enough with them so they begin to expect communication from you. And also you want to give them perks and advantages when they first join your tribe, your group of followers. And so that's what you should be doing, right? That's correct follow-up when it comes to lead generation. And I want to make sure that you guys are understanding that because a lot of people have folks who are opting into their email list, but they are they are overwhelmed with wanting, not knowing what to do. And so, therefore, they're just allowing that mailing list to become stale and old, Okay. Now, with that, I also want to give you some general follow-up notes, okay? You're going to need some basic tools to help get you started. And so I want to share these five strategies with you. Number one, you've got to decide what follow-up means for your business industry because each industry is totally different. For example, some industries have follow-up recipes that might include an initial follow-up letter, a phone call, or a presentation, while some require a simple phone call and a script. When it comes to generating leads and growing your business, follow-up always means that you're going to, in the follow-up process, that you're going to include some type of call or presentation to get you to that point where you can close the sale. So, for example, getting back to the example I recently gave you with Susie, um, the business owner was a massage therapist. Well, that massage therapist may call or have one of her assistants to call Susie and ask Susie if she'd like to come in for uh, a complimentary massage, right, uh, to get Susie coming into the location and experiencing the massage. And if the massage therapist is a mobile massage therapist, she can get people to still call Susie and schedule her for an in-home massage for 30 minutes. Uh, at a certain specific time. So again, keep in mind that your massage, your, not your massage, but your follow-up system is going to be based on your business industry, okay? With that said, so you have to create a system complete with template emails that can be easily customized, marketing materials created in phone scripts that have been fine-tuned to say and convey exactly who you are and what you do and how you can help them, okay? Very, very important. You also, number three, want to become sticky to your contacts, okay? I think that's very, very important uh, because when you don't become sticky to your contacts, then the contacts can't become sticky to you. You must have a way to stay in front of your prospects and not expect them just to remember who you are. So here are some ways to stay connected. We already talked about when someone first becomes a lead, how you really need to have an email sequence going out to them at a minimum of for the over a period of 30 days. But you can still do handwritten notes and cards, 
samples of your product or free trials of your service, discount coupons with expiration dates, mind you. Um, and you want to connect with them weekly in some type of e-newsletter, okay? Um, and you also want to remember important dates for individuals. So this is why it's so important for you to have a client intake form so that you can collect birth dates, anniversary dates of your contacts, right? And then you want to take detailed notes, which is number four, which is so very, very important. You want to make sure that you have that contact information, that you know exactly what the pain point is or what the pleasure point is or what it is that they are looking for. And then lastly, number five, in the follow-up process, you got to have in the process to ask for the business because all of the follow-up in the world won't help you if you don't ask, right? Now, while you shouldn't appear to be pushy, you should simply ask, what can I do for you to become a client or customer. That's very, very important. So benefits of practicing good follow-up include increasing your sales. It helps to gain new referrals. It increases repeat business, opens the door for opportunities, gives you more confidence and motivation to keep following up. And you never have to ask the question of yourself, where would I be if I would have followed up with all of my leads? So there you have it. I hope that you guys are truly, truly enjoying today's show. That's all I have for today. I want you guys to have an abundant and, and productive weekend. I'm sorry, week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.